Hello, my name is Stevie King, and today is day 41 of the 90-Day Challenge. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle of community through building a habit of living life with a local church. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Community is living committed. It is the way we participate and persevere within the local church. We are meant to live in authentic relationships, to love generously, to serve humbly, and to live in unity and at peace with one another. This is our design and our call as followers of Jesus. Today, we are reflecting on how the Lord might use our love and hospitality to build up and edify the church. Hebrews 13 verses 1 through 2 say, Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. The book of Hebrews was written to a group of Jewish Christians who were wavering in their faith in the face of intense persecution. While most of the book serves as an encouragement to persevere in the faith, Chapter 13 marks a turning point where the unknown author begins listing out practical steps their audience can take in order to stand firm in their faith. The first verse of the chapter, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters, serves as the foundation for which the rest of the commands are built on. For modern readers, verse two of our passage can be confusing. But as the recipients of the letter were converts from Judaism, the phrase, for by so doing, some have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it, would immediately bring to mind a specific event from the book of Genesis. If I were to say, this one is just right, most people would know I was referencing Goldilocks and the Three Bears. In the same way, Jewish Christians who read this letter would understand that showing hospitality to angels unknowingly is referencing Genesis 18 through 19, where Abraham invites two travelers into his home and is blessed for his hospitality. Given this background, it becomes clear that the author of Hebrews isn't encouraging their audience to be on the lookout for angels, but rather to think of strangers, Christians or non-Christians, as worthy of being served and treated with respect. When I think about loving my brothers and sisters in Christ and showing them hospitality, I imagine casseroles and tidy dinner parties where the house is clean and everything is in its place. While these are good things, I don't think this clean and simple form of love and hospitality is what the writer of Hebrews had in mind when they wrote this passage. Things were far from neat and tidy in the recipient's church. 
they were experiencing extreme persecution at the hands of the Roman government to the point that members of their church were likely being tortured and killed for their faith. Some would have renounced their faith in the face of extreme persecution, and each church gathering would have been fraught with danger. This was not an environment where love was easy and hospitality meant having freshly pressed napkins on hand. Instead, both love and hospitality were costly. Though we may not be facing imprisonment or death for loving and serving our brothers and sisters, we are still called to love and serve in ways that are not convenient or easy. This requires swallowing our pride and choosing to see others as worthy of our time, talents, and treasures. Neither of those things can be done without the life-transforming power of the Spirit. So as we seek to love and serve our brothers and sisters, we must begin by asking the Lord to transform our hearts and minds and show us spots where he has uniquely placed us to love and to serve. Even just seeing the needs around us is a great first step towards establishing this habit in our lives. This is an area where I've grown a lot in the past 10 years. I first heard about meal trains when I was in my early 20s. Meal trains are emailed out when someone is sick, had a baby, or is otherwise in need of meals. People sign up to bring meals on certain dates, allowing the recipients to focus their time and energy on other things besides cooking. The first few meals I signed up to provide, I completely forgot about. I knew that the meals would be helpful to my church family, but when conflicts came up or money was tight, I prioritized my time and finances above those for whom the meals were intended. A few years later, I underwent surgery and needed a meal train of my own. After seeing the blessing of a meal firsthand, the Lord convicted me of my own selfishness regarding those past meals I had missed. Now, when I hear that someone is going through something difficult, one of the first things I ask is if I can bring them a meal. A lot of times, this is not convenient. It requires a trip to the store, extra time preparing food, and making time to deliver the meal. But I know that it makes a difference. What are tangible ways that you can love and serve those in our church community. Sometimes it's easiest to think about what skills or resources you have that would bless others. Or, like in my experience, what others have done to bless you. I love cooking, and the Lord has blessed me with a talent for it, so it's natural that I would bless others with it as well. If we all consider how we might love and serve our church family, then we in turn will be loved and served, and the body will be stronger as all parts work together for the good of the church. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. Hebrews 13, 1-2 Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this?
God, would you help me to love my church family well and to view them as worthy of my time, talents, and treasures? Give me eyes to see the needs around me and the strength to act when I see those needs. I pray that you would build up our local body, that we might reflect your love to the world around us. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us remember the command of Jesus in John 13, 34 through 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen.